0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit gutterhelmetindy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetindy.com.
1: Spanning the globe. Worldwide. Online. The Hammer and Nigel Show. 93 WIPC. It's Nigel Jason Hammers here, Abdul Akeem Shabazz, attorney at law, writer for IndiePolitics.org, and a longtime host here on 93 WIBC, joining us live in studio. Uh, you're a guy that does polls, you do your own polling. IndiePolitics.org did a uh, some, some polling recently about the prosecutor's race and some of the other uh, races here in Indiana. Big picture, what are you seeing around the country in terms of, uh, well, the midterm races here and some of the bigger uh, races, including gubernatorial races? In 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 Georgia, Senate races in Georgia, and Pennsylvania, things like that. Well, it's interesting because uh, the
2: polling data shows that a lot of the races are tightening up, uh, whether it's Pennsylvania, uh, even Washington State, which is traditionally very blue, uh, is tightening up. Now, with that said, uh, the early voting has also begun in a lot of other places as well. And early voting, whether uh, mail-in or or voting centers, is actually kind of bigger than it was in 2018, uh, now, does that benefit Republicans or Democrats? That remains to be seen because, like I said, the polling shows a lot of tight races, uh, which is, once again, which could be considered bad for Republicans since it's a midterm and Republicans should be sweeping everything. But then again, you got the abortion issue. And then also you got early voting as well uh, taking place. So it, it's, I think it's going to be a toss-up, but I don't think we'll know election night Uh, who's running the Senate or House yet.
0: The old saying, I guess, is that the Republicans go to the polls and they vote on election day, but the majority of early voting usually tends to favor the Democrat. Um, But it feels like now it's such a... Bizarre time politically. Everybody is so tribalized on their side. Do you still buy into that?
2: Uh yes, I do. Uh because uh old habits are kind of hard to change. Well if you're the Democrats, what your what your strategy is to get as many votes in from your people. That way they're in. You have to worry about people showing up on election day, like, hey, did you go vote? Do you need decide to pick you up? Whereas with Republicans, uh well they've they've always been big on voting on election day day. That's just always been sort of their their thing.
1: They want to pull that lever. They want to push that button, right? Yeah,
2: pull the lever, press the button. Yeah. In. I voted early at the City County building. My wife, she voted at home because she has to work election day. So we tend to do our things a little bit a little bit differently, but we know our votes are done. They're in, they're counted, and then we have to worry about that crap anymore. Well, I gotta worry about it, but my wife doesn't have to worry about it.
0: Do you think it's a problem when let's say pennsylvania for example here their main senate race which is oz against fetterman their debate isn't going to be until just a couple days before the actual election a lot of people have already done their mail-in ballots should we have these debates
2: earlier um i i guess you 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 you, you can in the sense that it, it gives people it gives voters more information my thing is, the people who probably early voted knew got their minds already made up. Right. So you're probably not messing with a whole lot of undecided, undecided voters. Now, a couple of days beforehand, if you're still undecided, then maybe the debate will be what will be what makes a decision for you as an individual.
1: What did you think about the uh, Senate debate uh, um, this weekend?
2: Actually, I, I got to give Tom McDermott credit. McDermott uh, came out with guns a blazing and uh, sort of, you know, beating up on Todd Young. I thought Todd Young. Start out a little bit slower, uh, but he did fine toward the end. And James Sydney, God love him. But it's like somebody get this guy a prompter.
0: Boy, you could have just stopped right after God love him because anytime <laughs> somebody says that, it's always going to be such a backhanded compliment or even an insult coming your way. But, God but, love
1: but, him, but, but, but yeah, but but, the, but his policies, though, that's what I keep on th- saying to people is like, I know he had a horrible performance, but what was he saying? What the, what were the actual? What, what's well, the actual substance? Or what's he? What's the, you know his message that he's getting well, across? Well, my know? friend, let me let me let me put it to you like
2: this, uh, Nigel. What's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. Pizza. Okay, pizza with what?
1: Uh, Pepperoni, extra.
2: Pe- extra pepperoni. Anything else? Beer?
1: Yeah, sure, beer and pizza. Okay,
2: yeah. so tell you what, after we get done today, I'm going to take you out, I'm going to buy you a pizza, extra pepperoni, and the best beer that you can get your hands on. Right. However, we're not going to bring it to you on a silver platter. we're going to bring it to you on a garbage can lid. <laughs> And not like a downtown garbage can lid, but a 42nd and Post Road garbage can lid with hepatitis. Oh, that's harsh. And hepatitis that is so harsh. No, but see, but see, but, but yeah. once again, it's in the presentation. Yeah. And if I can't get past the presentation, then what you got to say doesn't really matter. So, 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 so I brought you. I, brought I you see your what you're doing there. I got <laughs> that's, it. That's I funny. got it.
0: Is Todd Young in trouble in this race?
2: Um. I I say Todd has some... I don't see it. I don't see him him losing, per se. I see it being a lot closer than maybe what they're they're comfortable with, because he's still got those undecided Republicans, those 25% that we polled, who hadn't made up their mind yet. So I'm a sports gambling guy, so I'm going to put this into my world here.
0: Over or under five percentage points, does Todd Young win by over or under five percentage points? I say seven. Okay. So over.
2: Okay. Over, right. over, over five percentage points. The, the thing is with Todd Young is, is those undecided Republicans, where do they go? Do they just hold their nose and vote for Todd Young? Say they want the Republicans to keep? They have a better chance of keeping the Senate? Do they vote for uh, Tom McDermott or do they vote for Siniak or do they just skip that race at all? And I want to say Todd Young has the same issue that Diego Morales has, except from a different brand of the Republican Party right now. Because Diego has an issue with the establishment wing of the Republican Party because they're undecided about him. So you got all these undecided Republicans out here. So the question is, where, where are they going to go? What are they going to do?
1: One more thing about, I mean, you've been a debate moderator before. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is it for these candidates to participate? I mean, Diego Morales does not participate in the Secretary of State debate. Over in Arizona, Carrie Lake, a very strong candidate for governor there. Um, her opponent will not debate her, get on stage. And, and how important is that to voters? I, th- I think
2: I think everybody should debate at least once. Yeah. I say, I did it, and then I never have to do it, do it again. Uh, because I think you do yourself a disservice, and you do the the public a disservice by not by not having the public see you on stage, measure you up against you know, whoever your whoever your opponent is.
0: If you were Doctor Oz and you understand your opponent's had a stroke and he's recovering, there are medical issues, but you still have a Senate race to win. Are you okay with him having this device and like an earpiece and all of these other things needed for the debate?
2: If I were Dr. Oz, like, oh, you can have whatever you want. I'm prepared. Okay. Well, that's a good, yeah, good way to look so, at so, it. So, yeah. what are you worried about? If you, if you got your act together and you're prepared, you know, whether you can, appear. Here, here, here's the whole Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> you, you can reference it with your phone, the whole nine yards. We're ready. We're going to kick your butt.
0: Abdul-Hakim Shabazz joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. Uh, let's bring it back a little closer to home here. The Starbucks Very close to closed home. <laughs> down right around the corner here on Monument Circle. This was the story I believe you had first with IndiePolitics.org. Since that story broke you've had indie star reporters and some other folks saying well it's not really because of the crime it's this reason it's that reason it's not because of the crime here's what, starbucks, so
2: here's what starbucks told their employees that morning It's like we're closing down because a because we're concerned about your public safety number one number two we're concerned about liability that's what starbucks told them mm. now whether or not it's true remains to be seen but i i have no doubt that the that, that part of Monument Circle has always been an issue, whether it's homeless people, whether it's uh, the, the the crime problem in that part of the circle. As you're heading toward the City County Building, that has always been a problem. That has always been an issue. And I'm working on a column this weekend that I would argue didn't start recently. It started actually started back in 2012 uh, with the Super Bowl when they went to build up Georgia Street and move all the all the entertainment everything down there. That that happened almost as sort of the neglect of Monument Circle. Mm.
0: Interesting. Now, one of the things that I've heard is that this is really about the union and the unionization of the Starbucks employees. I've heard that as one of the reasons why it's closing down.
2: No, because once again, that's total BS, because once again, Indiana is a right to work state, which means you cannot compel someone to join a union as a condition of their employment. So why unionize if you can't force people to join?
1: But why would and why would Starbucks lie about something like this? Like, why in the world would they say, "Oh, we are uh, we're scared for our employees' safety"? I mean, Starbucks is one of the most woke corporations in the world, donating to several social justice uh, organizations over the past couple of years. It just doesn't make any sense why they'd say that that you know uh, we're scared because the crime is so bad down here, and then have it be for some other reason.
2: Well, here, here's my say about that. I give a monkey a typewriter and an infinite amount of time and the monkey would eventually type Shakespeare. Yeah. But at the end of the day it's still a monkey with a typewriter. <laughs> Same thing here. It's what it's what it is. I mean I mean, I know people like to look for conspiracies, and but but sometimes, folks, the facts are what they are. And Starbucks is concerned about uh, public safety on that, in that particular part of Monument Circle, as well as uh, the liabilities from people coming in and just doing all sorts of weird stuff, you know, in their store. And also, uh, and now you make an interesting point on Starbucks and the, and the whole wokeness thing, because remember when the two black guys got. Uh, had from the Starbucks one thing like in Philadelphia, yeah, was, uh,
1: yeah Phil, right. Yeah.
2: And so Starbucks said, "Okay, we're going to let anybody in, regardless as to whatever happened." as supposed to taking reasonable steps to prevent something that from happening again. Once again, another. This has been ten years in the making. Is this a wow. black eye
0: on Ryan Mears right before the prosecutor's election and after the debate where he says not once but twice, "Downtown is safe. Downtown is safe." One of the most liberal blue companies in the world says, "Yeah, we're closing down our." St- shop on the circle because it's not safe. I don't think it helps.
2: Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it helps Ryan Mears when he says uh, in the debate, downtown is safe, which statistically it, they're, they're, there's a, there's statistical data which can back you up, but there's also public perception. And if people do not feel safe, it doesn't matter you know and again it's like when your wife is mad at you no matter what you say it doesn't matter right (laughs) if you're the colts
0: and you give up 50 points to the titans this week and then you follow that up by giving up you know 47 to the team after that yes it's not the 50 but it doesn't mean it's any good
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) uh you got a show this weekend uh no show this weekend we got uh iu football iu is taking on i want to say penn state i think it is oh Indiana's at Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers. Uh, this weekend tickets we're back. are
0: available for that one. I've been told. <laughs> but we're back next week. <laughs> Abdul, thank you. Hey, thank Abdul. you, gentlemen. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.